Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more. Ah, slash a matter bird. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe button, liking the video too if you do enjoy this kind of content. And before we do jump into today's stories, I just want to say a couple of thank yous to members that have rejoined, which is DonAngel188, and a couple of cheeky new members as well from Weird and Wonderful. Thank you. And also, Brecht W, thank you so much. I hope I didn't pronounce your name wrong. I did look at pronunciation, so hopefully it's correct. <laughs> thank you for everyone for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today and getting involved. It means the absolute world. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And before we jump into today's first story, I just want to give you a quick warning that there is mentions of losing someone in a car accident. So I just want to throw that there in case you want to use the timestamps to skip this story. Totally up to you. And this first story does follow with an update as well. And it's from TA Complicated titled, Am I the arsehole for wanting a painting made by my late sister in my house, even though it triggers my husband, who's her widower? On mobile, so sorry for the format. Throw away for very obvious reasons. I-34 female had one sibling, 25 female when she passed, who died in a car crash just three months after a wedding. It has now been 12 years since her passing. We were very close and more like best friends than sisters. My now husband, 38 male, Adam, was a constant presence in my family's lives, even after her death, as he would visit my parents regularly and they dote on him very much. Five years ago, we started getting close and got married two years later. My sister used to paint as a hobby and had left behind eight paintings. My parents took two for themselves and I took three. And my parents gave away the rest to her close friends. They offered Adam to take any he wanted, but he refused. I really liked the three paintings and displayed them in my apartment proudly before getting together with Adam, as I felt closer to my sister. But once we became a thing, the painting seemed to upset him. So I kept them in the storage instead. I understand everyone grieves differently and for Adam, anything associated with her triggers him and he goes back to that awful day when he found out she was gone. We have no pictures of her at our house or any memento left by her. All this time, I've been understanding but I feel like I've completely erased her from my life and brought up the subject of displaying one painting to commemorate her in our house the other day. Adam shut the idea down immediately and refused to even hear my side. I was hurt by this as I've been considerate of him all these years, but he didn't even think to consider my feelings about the situation. It worsened when I suggested grief counseling together today, which made him even more upset. He wasn't yelling, but was clearly distraught by me continuing the subject. He said he already went through grief counseling and my insistence is just opening old wounds. I was angry at the time and told him, why did he ever consider marrying me when the thought of her makes him upset and knowing how much she meant to me? He told me he can't handle me or this conversation anymore and went to his brothers to cool off as he doesn't want to say anything he'll regret later. Now all alone, I'm thinking I might have taken things too far. Am I the asshole here? 
And we're going to start straight away with Live Life 30 to the full, who says, Listen, this is way above Reddit. You married your sister's widow. You do not need Reddit advice. You need relationship advice, therapy, and a long talk. Jesus, this is a shit show. Throwaway says, Everyone sucks here. You married your late sister's husband. That's just wrong. Did he marry you because you looked like your sister? Because clearly he wasn't ready to be in another relationship if he hasn't healed from that one. C-Status94 says no one's an asshole here. Both of you are grieving. But man, this situation is just messy to say the least. If by whiskey says this is above Reddit's pay grade, surely the fact that your husband was once married to your deceased sister is a contributing factor here. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with marrying a nibbling spouse after they pass on, but I have to imagine that the particular situation creates nuances that are not typically present. No one's an asshole here, bordering on not the asshole. You are allowed to remember and honor your sister, and your husband is allowed to grieve his late wife. I wish I could tell you how to do those things simultaneously. Best wishes, it's tough, but I'm sure you'll find a way to make it work. Evocative Enigma says no one's an asshole here. I can understand why it triggers him. He was married to her and he did lose her too, which is definitely something you need to be considerate of, as this seems like a really messy situation that you married your sister's widower and it sounds like he still needs to grieve for her. Brendan says no one's an asshole here. He still hasn't processed his grief. He needs therapy for himself. Followed by Gotharella27 who says you're the asshole simply because you're an idiot. Why on earth would you marry your late sister's husband? And one more from Lorraine221 who says, wait, you married your sister's widower husband. You dance around actually saying that in your post, although you say it in the title. My vote is everyone sucks here. He has equal measure of pain and grief, maybe even a little more since they were newlyweds when she passed. You cannot possibly be surprised that this is a point of contention for him. Now we move on to the update to see what that says. So updates. I want to just brush aside the fact that most people deem me the arsehole for marrying Adam. We are both adults and no one should be ever ashamed for loving someone, but I know I was asking for it knowing well how Reddit is. That being said, I do feel I am the arsehole in this situation and that's why I'm here. Adam came home that night and that's why I wasn't able to reply to most of you later. Some of you had contacted me through chat and PM to discuss it, but I really didn't have any energy to reply, so I'm sorry if I ignored you. Apparently, I was only thinking of myself when I suggested bringing out the paintings from storage to Adam. When he cooled down and came back home, he explained his side of the story. It was really hard for him to come to terms with my sister's death, so he decided to start fresh by getting a new house, selling all the old furniture and starting over. The paintings were part of their old furniture. This is something I forgot to mention because I said I wasn't really considering his feelings. Now, many years later, when we both have begun our new life together, he didn't want a piece of his past reminding him of her daily. He said my words really hurt him as we both have been through so much together and me questioning all of it during our argument really messed him up. I can't go more into details of what we discussed because it wouldn't be fair to Adam, but long story short, I apologize profusely for bringing his past trauma up and he apologized for the way he handled things. We both agreed we're in dire need of counseling, so we're currently looking for one in our area. I also showed him the OP. He didn't care for most of the comments, but one intrigued him. Someone suggested buying something new that reminded me of my sister, like an animal she liked, and he said that he could deal with that. My sister liked to incorporate moons and stars into her paintings, but never wore any jewelry with them. 
so I thought of buying a moon pendant or earrings and wear them from time to time, and he agreed that would be best. The paintings I'm afraid will be in storage indefinitely till Adam feels comfortable with them being in our house. If he's never okay with it, I'm fine with that, but I'm glad we were able to come to a resolution and have started our process to heal. Thank you to everyone for making me see how wrong I was and I was being a major asshole. Edits, just want to say I won't be answering any more comments about why I married Adam and how I am the constant reminder. I explained myself enough in the OP, but I guess it's fine that you don't understand as you don't know our full story, which would only be possible if I made a 500 page book explaining every event that brought us closer together. And we might be here a while as I type that out. I don't want to be judged for loving him anymore and I'm choosing to ignore it for both our benefits. And to me, for the original story and the update, disregarding, you know, that she married the sister's husband or whatever, it felt like it was a very 50-50 to me. Like Opie said in their original post, everyone deals with grief in different ways. Obviously, Opie wanted to deal with their grief by having, you know, these paintings on the walls because they reminded her of her sister, whereas husband didn't want to see these pictures for that exact same reason. So whilst in some ways it's a positive update, I did feel a bit sorry for the OP in this particular story in the update when he said something along the lines of you're like only thinking about yourself, which I didn't think was quite fair because clearly in this situation as well, and again, remember we're playing with grief here and everyone deals with it in different ways, but he's only thinking about himself in that situation as well. Because what about OP's feelings about her sister? I think there was a slight imbalance on the compromise, but at the same time, at least they're doing something to do with a necklace and the moon and stars, which I think was quite a nice thing. But now I turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? What do you think about the update? Do you think it was a good compromise or not? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Lydia Blue, titled, Am I the asshole for causing my husband to miss his trip by not packing his bag, despite him repeatedly asking? My husband travels for work every few months. He's irresponsible with time and counts on others to do stuff for him, using the I'm tired excuse. He's the breadwinner, by the way. He had a business trip, and the day of the trip, he saw me carrying the laundry basket and said, Hey, can you pack my bag? I asked why he didn't do it the night before, and he said he was up all night playing Fortnite. Oh, God. I asked why he can't pack now, and he replied, I gotta catch up with the boys before I leave the country. I said no, and that he should do it himself. He asked why not, and I told him that I had to do the laundry, then cook for the kids, then help them with homework, then wash the rugs, then clean the messy bathroom, then the playing room, then work on my garden project. He stood there with his eyebrow lifted up as I went on. I suggested he stays home, pack his own bag, and help around till it was time for his trip. He didn't like my suggestion and complained about missing the boys and wanting to see them one last time and say goodbye before he leaves. He begged, but I said no. He then suddenly went inside the bedroom. I thought he was packing, grabbed his phone, keys, and jacket, and rushed out. I just went about my day. It was five o'clock and he hadn't returned yet. I was concerned thinking he had little time and still hadn't packed yet. He returned home at six, walked into the bedroom and started panicking, asking why his bag wasn't packed and ready yet. I told him he should ask himself since he stayed gone for hours. He said he was counting on me to pack his bag and even sent me a text hoping I'd eventually do it. I didn't see the text and even if I did, I never agreed so he shouldn't have assumed I was going to pack his bag for him. 
He got upset and started packing. His stuff was all over the place and he couldn't find his papers. He was finally done and left. I then got an angry call from him asking if I was happy. I said, why, what happened? And he said he missed his flight, just like I wanted. He came home and lost it saying I cost him his business trip, which supposed to earn him money and made him look unreliable and unprofessional and compromised his work after I refused to do him this small favor and pack his goddamn bag. I responded that he shouldn't have hung out with his buddies literally hours before his flight, but he said he believed this was done spitefully to get him to sit at home with me. I was shocked. No words, just shocked face. He called his friend saying his trip didn't happen, then turned to me and said, thanks to me, then proceeded to ask where they were going to meet for dinner. He told me, no trip meaning I'll be home for the next couple of weeks. Isn't that what you wanted? Great, we're both now stay at home and wallow in misery. God bless, then walked out. Am I the asshole? He said I just caused him issues at work. Should I have packed his bag anyway? Why couldn't he be on the next flight? Because he missed his flight that the company was paying for. He was required to pay for the other flight or not go. He refused to pay saying it wasn't his fault anyway and decided to not go. Now, obviously this is gonna be a notly asshole in this situation. Obviously OP's questioning it. God knows why. This person's acting like a complete child, can't pack their own bag, rather play games than, you know, sort out what they're doing for their work. A real important thing. They just made themselves look unprofessional in this situation by missing the flight themselves. And the fact that they're blaming you, talking to other people and blaming you for it. Whew, big question to me. But it's a definite not the asshole from my point of view. Jennifer says, and quotes, am I the asshole? Should I have packed his bag anyway? And it says, no, but you should be packing his bags now. Tell him he can come home once he starts acting like an adult and showing you some respect. Seriously, not the asshole, and I would consider counseling. Even if the rest of your relationship is sound, he's got a weird attitude and entitlement, which would be better for everyone if he worked on. Bex95X says, a husband and wife were in the middle of a massive argument and were giving each other the silent treatment. Suddenly, the husband realized that he needed his wife to wake him up at 5 a.m. the next morning for an early business flight. Not wanting to be the first to break the silence and admit defeat, he wrote on a piece of paper, please wake me at 5 a.m. He left the note where he knew she would find it. The next morning, the man woke up only to discover it was 9 a.m. and he had missed his flights. Furious, he started to ask why his wife didn't wake him. When he noticed a piece of paper by the bed, the paper said, it's 5 a.m., wake up. <laughs> Yukimon18 says, not the asshole. Why is your husband behaving like a five-year-old child? OP replies to that saying, he has a habit of being dependent on others to get stuff done. His excuse for expecting me to pack his bag is that he's the breadwinner and I'm a stay-at-home mum but I have my reasons for not working and one of them is a permanent injury I had three years ago. Expensive Fee says, I would have packed all his bags after that. He can go stay with his little friends. He sees you slaving away and this is how he acts. You are cleaning, cooking, managing the kids and have projects of your own and he still has the audacity to make you pack his undies <laughs> while he goes out and plays with his friends. Yeah, it's a no for me. Your husband does not respect you, nor the work you do around the house. He is not a partner, he's an extra child, asking to be taken care of. Just throw the whole man away. Not the arsehole. Bumbling Genius says and quotes, made him look unreliable and unprofessional, and then says, so your unreliable, unprofessional husband is annoyed that you didn't go out your way to make him seem reliable and professional. 
not the arsehole. Dude sounds like an absolute tool. <laughs> MDK replies to that one saying, what is truly unprofessional about this whole situation isn't even that he missed his flight. Shit happens. Companies will understand that. Sometimes there is an emergency or a reason for missing your flight. As long as he doesn't tell them, it was because he went to hang out with the boys. The truly unprofessional part is that he refused to pay for his own flights because it wasn't his fault. And he's just not going to work for two plus weeks now. Like who misses their flight and is like, guess I'm on a vacation now. What kind of job does he have where he doesn't get fired immediately for that conduct? Now, what do you guys make of this story? What would you do if you found yourself in OP's position right now? How would you act and how would you feel? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Story. And our next story comes from Own Standard 7969 titled am i the asshole for not wanting to wear a tracksuit to my best friend's wedding this already sounds ridiculous and i can't believe i'm even writing this but here it goes one of my best friends is getting married i've known her since elementary school and ever since we've known each other we've always been completely different people yet we somehow managed to stay great friends throughout the years she's always been a bit of a tomboy interested in cars motorcycles sports and her style was basically the same I'm completely different. I've always been girly and enjoy dressing up to the nines and looking pretty. However, even though I knew what she's like, I seriously didn't expect this. Her future husband and her bonded over their mutual hobbies and I was so thrilled for her from the very beginning of their relationship. They're perfect for each other and I have zero doubts that they have an amazing and happy future. So when she asked me to be a maid of honor, I was so excited and couldn't wait to become even more important part of their lives. That is until a few days ago. She told me that they were planning a very private ceremony. That is the registrar, the two of them, the maid of honor and the best man. I was completely supportive. And even though I was really looking forward to the celebration, I just wanted her to have the perfect day the way she wanted. Then the following conversation, her Fiancé and I decided to get married in tracksuits. I think it really reflects who we are. I'm going to wear a white one and he's going to wear a black one. You and best man can choose which color tracksuit you want, but they both have to be the same color and the same style as us. I said, what? You're joking, right? You're going to wear tracksuits on your wedding day. She said, what? Well, I can't see myself wearing a wedding dress and he definitely can't see himself wearing a suit. 
To which I said, yes, but you could at least wear semi-formal clothes, a nice blouse and pants and shoes maybe, and he could wear a nice shirt and pants. This is a wedding, and I'm not really comfortable wearing a tracksuit either. Can I at least wear a dress? She said, but you're missing the point. It's supposed to be a theme wedding, like we're all wearing the same tracksuits, only different colors. You can't wear a dress. I said, I really want you to have your perfect day, but this all seems really trashy. And then we got into a bit of an argument and changed the subject later. Am I going crazy? Should I just suck it up? What do I do here? I'm thinking of refusing to be maid of honor if she keeps insisting on this. Am I the asshole? The way I look at this, you say this is one of your best friends and you want them to have the perfect day, but you want them to have the perfect day from what you consider a wedding. Her perfect day seems to be what she likes. She wants tracksuits. She wants themed tracksuits. And you know, although it's a bit on the quirky side, this is her day. This is what she wants. And you know, I'm all for that. I think you bloody go for it. If that makes you happy, you go for it. Why should everyone have to confine to like the standard wedding protocol? You know, why does everyone have to have a white dress, black suit? I I think in some ways, and if it means that much to you, you should go with it. As long as you're not taking the piss or whatever, but... I don't think this is a big ask from one of your friends. And hey, you get a tracksuit out of it. You can wear it at home. Bit of loungewear, if you know what I mean. (laughs) But let's see what they say from Devlin94, who says, You're the arsehole. The job of Maid of Honor is to wear an unbearable outfit and make the bride have a perfect day. Suck it up, apologize, and keep your opinions to yourself. Greek American Dom says you're the asshole. Yes, you should just suck it up. It's just an outfit, something you were once for a short period. Do it for your friend. And then says, but this all seems really trashy. And then says, and that is very judgmental of you. Sounds fun to me. Leaper90 says you're the asshole. It's not your wedding. Let them have the day they want. They want tracksuit. Fine, it's their day. They want to wear camo and skin a deer. Fine, it's their wedding. But it's not your place to judge and tell them that they're wrong. Now, if you don't want to wear tracksuits yourself, then don't be a part of it. That's fine. But stop trying to push your beliefs as to what a wedding should be on someone else. Fox Unicar Kilo says you don't like it because it's not your style. And that's all there is to it. But guess what? It's not your wedding. So your style doesn't matter. Wear the tracksuit. That's if you're still invited. I personally would have dropped you as maid of honor and friend. You're the asshole. Formal Jellyfish says you're the asshole. It's her wedding, not yours, and she should be happy with it. Also, you called it trashy. Even if you had a valid point, you just lost the judgment when you took that route. Fern Ally says you're the asshole. The subreddit is full of all manner of ridiculous wedding drama, and you're getting bent out of shape because the bride isn't asking enough of you. Jesus, it's their wedding, not yours. So just wear the tracksuit and enjoy the day. Why do you even care? I mean, they're saving you a ton of money and hassle and you're complaining about it. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Have you ever been to a themed wedding before? I know uh, one of my work colleagues in the past, I never actually went to this wedding, but they had a Star Wars themed wedding and I thought that was awesome. Again, on the quirky side, but they absolutely love Star Wars to bits. I mean, they go to like Disney every year to go to the Star Wars theme section or whatever. And I'm like, well, you know what? If that makes them happy, then bloody go for it, you know. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Throwaway iPad Drama titled, Am I the Arsehole for Not Letting My Niece Use Her iPad During Our Wedding Ceremony? My wife and I got married September 4th, and this drama is still going on. 
We pay a lot of money for a videographer to capture our ceremony. We told everyone at the rehearsal dinner we'd be having everyone turn their devices off for the ceremony, just so that there wouldn't be any distractions. My brother pulled me aside later on to tell me that his daughter, for female, would need to have her iPad to get through the ceremony. Otherwise, she would be really noisy and wouldn't sit still and might ruin the day for us. I told him no. She wouldn't be using it because there's a chance she may turn the volume on or something, and I really don't want to take the risk. I thought that was the end of it, but the next day, my brother, who was also my best man, came to me and said that his daughter was having a hard time today and she would need her iPad. I again told him no. He said that if she didn't have it, she would make a fuss, and the missus wouldn't want that ruining her big day now, would she? And that kind of pissed me off because yeah, it's her day, but it's also mine. I'm marrying the woman I love and we both made this no devices decision together. I told him if he couldn't respect it and then his daughter could wait outside with either him or his wife, but her iPad wouldn't be in there. He was annoyed, but we left it at that. And then it happens. Middle of the ceremony we hear, we finally found the perfect house. And then some fumbling as my sister-in-law is trying to get the iPad to shut off and my niece starts to whine. Some ads started playing as my niece was playing a game. My wife and I were annoyed, but we, along with everyone else, laughed it off and continued on. During the reception, my sister-in-law and brother ran up to us, saying they didn't know the volume was up so loud, and they had my niece apologize for it. My wife said it's done and over with, and it was just rude of you to do. My bro said it wasn't fair, so I said that it wasn't fair that sister-in-law allowed it, seeing as we already talked about it, and that it was going against what we already asked of them, and the iPad was a major dick move and that them not apologizing but having their daughter make a big show of doing so was sending the wrong message seeing as she's four and she doesn't understand and that it was them who allowed it to happen. My brother said that it wasn't that deep and that I'm being ridiculous. Then the rest of the reception was kind of awkward, even during the best man's speech. He tried to make a joke. Yeah, that was my daughter's iPad making the noise. She likes to be a rule breaker. And it just made my wife and I angry. I said a very few things to him since this happened. Since this happened, I've said very few things to my brother. My parents are starting to think I'm the arsehole for just not moving on and for wanting him to apologize. Am I the arsehole? And there's a bit of a lengthy edit, which we'll cover straight away because it might give some additional info, which says, I keep seeing this come up. How if we didn't want this to happen, then we should have had a child-free wedding. We essentially did in the fact that we told everyone, hey people, we will be drinking, so if you want to leave the kids at home, that's fine with us. And most people did. My niece came and four other children, one being only seven months old, and then a five, seven, and 12-year-old. It also helps that naturally, both sides of the family are late night partiers. So to leave the kids at home wasn't a huge offense. And for those asking what we would have done had she instead started fussing and crying, that's fine with us. We'd rather have that instead of a 30 second YouTube ad going on and then awkward scramble to, to get it turned off, which threw off the flow of our vows. If she started fussing, that's something we could have laughed about and her mum would have taken her outside. Instead, we had all our guests turning to look at them in a very awkward display of, you were asked to do one thing. And yes, we still laughed, but for us, it wasn't the same. It really wasn't. As for offering up other solutions for my brother and sister-in-law to use to entertain their daughter, respectfully, that's not my job. I'm not her parent. We told them no devices. They had several options, as people have mentioned. And we are not her parents, so it wasn't on us to offer up alternative suggestions. Seeing as we were a little more preoccupied with getting everything in order to be married. 
maybe I shouldn't be so bothered by this, but I am because it was a lack of courtesy and apology on my brother and sister-in-law's behalf. My niece apologizing doesn't really mean anything because she doesn't understand what she did. Her mum handed her the iPad. My niece is four and doesn't understand that what happened was rude. She doesn't grasp that yet. It should have been on my brother and sister-in-law to apologize. And I think this one, even with the edit as well, is a very simple one to me and it's a not the arse of, you know, you told them beforehand, you don't want no electronic devices, no iPad, you gave an option to wait outside. If you're insisting on using the iPad, just go wait outside with it because you don't want any disruptions during your wedding. And in the edit, you said if she was like whining, you know, that's something to laugh about. That is a disruption that you can sort of get over, you know. But an iPad, a YouTube ad is something, isn't it? Imagine in the middle of the wedding, Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> but yeah, very much not the asshole from me. Love Me Long Time says, why do people have child-free weddings? This is an example of why people have child-free weddings. Everyone sucks here except the bride and groom. You and your missus are not the arsehole OP. Wesmel the Color says not the arsehole. Sister-in-law could have sat outside with a kid if she needed the iPad. You made your boundaries clear and your worst fear happened. Then for him to blow it off is disrespectful. They both need to sincerely apologize as adults and buy you guys dinner or something. Anathema Device says not the arsehole. You were up front and frankly four isn't that young. My kids could certainly sit through a 20 minute ceremony at that point. Heck, mine used to sit quietly that long watching completely random outdoor weddings because they enjoyed all the pretty colors. Maybe a walrus says not the arsehole. Jeez, I hate parents that always let devices do the parenting. You said no, they didn't listen and they didn't even take the time to make sure the volume was down. Yes, keeping a four-year-old totally still for 30 minutes can be a challenge. If they don't think they could do it, then it's on them to find another solution, like having someone watch her at home. Blue Moon says, not the arsehole. They knew beforehand that no electronics would be allowed during the ceremony. And besides, it's just rude in general to be on your phone slash iPad during a wedding. I'm addicted to my phone, but I can put the damn thing away for a bit during an important event. No one needs a fucking iPad. And I honestly think her parents should be ashamed for making her that dependent on technology. So early in her life. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What are your thoughts on all of today's stories? As always, I would love to hear them if you have a moment of your day to share them. A huge thank you to the new members that have been joining just recently. It really does mean the world. And if you would like to support the channel further, but as always, never any pressure to do so. I occasionally get people letting me know that they're, you know, having to cancel, you know, those subscriptions. And I'm like, please never feel pressure for me. Just look after yourself. Look after your own mental health. That's more important to me than anything gone off there if you if you do want to join you can click that join button down below for youtube or click the link tree in the description and join over on patreon means the absolute world but again never any pressure and i will see you in the next one take care guys much love Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.